welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. I'm your host, Jim Matuga, and each week we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and indeed across the country. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for being with us. And those listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this project back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories from right here in the Mountain State. We get to see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never hear about. And my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. And we want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually getting that done. They're not just talking about it. And I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Steve Baker. He's the co-owner of Rocket Chassis in Shinston, West Virginia. Steve, thanks for being on the show today, man. Well, glad to be on, and it's a first-time experience for me doing a podcast or anything like that, so it should be real interesting. (laughs) Awesome, man. I'm excited to have you on the podcast to to share your story this week. For those of you who don't know, Rocket Chassis builds dirt late-model race cars, but more than that, they provide their customers with everything they need to be successful, from an expansive network of more than 30 dealers across the U.S. and Australia, to a huge inventory of parts and components, to suburb service, to vast in-house technical knowledge. Co-owner Steve Baker has been involved in racing since he was two weeks old. His first trip was to the racetrack in Morgantown Speedway in 1957. I invited Steve on the show today to talk about his company, to share their story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into the company he leads along with his business partner in West Virginia. Steve, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro I gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company, Rocket Chassis. Well, it started out in 1986. Uh, Mark Richards and myself, uh, along with one other partner at the time, who's since no longer with us, but uh, still involved a little bit, uh, Denny Angelico of Pennsylvania, started this company in a 50-by-80 uh, building, which we still are in today, uh, selling race cars, dirt track cars, uh, to people uh, in our area, basically. Uh, we started out small with Mark and myself and, and one employee, which that employee, Scott Perkey, is still with us today, uh, many years later. So uh, that that's how we started Mark Richard Racing uh, again in 1986. Hmm. Wow, that's awesome. So, Steve, how did, you know, I mentioned that you, you attended yeah, your first race when you were two weeks old at the, Mor- the old Morgantown Speedway. How did you get started in the race car business? I mean, that's got to be a, it's an incredible story. I'd like to take us to that, high, you know, that point where you got started in this business. Well, you know, again, yeah, in 1957, the year I was born, my parents <laughs> took me to Morgantown Speedway, which it was a family-owned uh, business at the time. Jim and Rena Kreitzer uh, were 
partners in that in the Speedway, back right across the street from Ruby's and Ketchy's. For anybody that's familiar with the Cheat Lake area, absolutely. Uh, that, that's that's where it all started. Uh, that was my aunt and uncle. Uh, my mom and dad and my whole family worked at Morgantown Speedway from from that time until the time it closed in 1978. Uh, so we were involved in the, in the racing that end of it for a lot of years, and uh, it just kind of evolved into where I got uh, into the racing end of it, uh, building the race cars, and actually racing myself is where it all started. Yeah, uh, I actually raced at Morgantown Speedway the last year was in existence in 1978. Wow, and that's what led me into becoming partners with Mark Richards in the the racing industry. Wow, that's so cool. You know, West Virginia has a long and storied uh, history in in racing and dirt track. I know it's a, it's it's big uh, with a lot of a lot of folks around the state of West Virginia, and and that's got to be pretty neat to, to know that you attended your first. <laughs> <laughs> raced, uh, you know, a car race when you were two weeks old, and then you went on to race in that very track years down the road. So talk talk a little bit about Rocky Rocket Chassis right now. Uh, Steve, what is your 30-second pitch for Rocket Chassis? In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do? We build dirt track race cars that people play with on sunny weekends in the summertime. That, that's, <laughs> that's our forte. We build uh, about 200 race cars a year. Uh, again, for those people, as well as professional type racers uh, across the country and Australia. Yeah. So, 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 Steve. I, I mean, I've, I've driven down up and down Interstate 79, and your building's right there on the interstate, uh, right past the Saltwell Road between Saltwell and Fairmont, I believe. And you see that big rocket on the building, and I've often wondered what in the heck do they build in there? But it's a race car, not it's not the frame; it's the entire car. T- talk us, talk to us about the actual product. We we start with tubing, and we uh, bend it, weld it, make it into a, a race chassis. Uh, which we sell that part only, or we can, and, and up to a complete race car ready to go to the racetrack, um, depending on what the customer wants. Yeah. Um, it takes us one business day to build a chassis. Hmm. Uh, and then from then it goes to powder coat shop from here, comes back from powder coat shop, and three days later it is a rolling car. No kidding. So that, that, that's, that's what we do here. That's incredible. So, and, and you're right. People see it on the interstate, and we've had a lot of people just stop in and say, you know, we've drove by this place hundreds of times, and we wondered what you do here. And uh, they just stop in to see sometimes. Yeah, We're glad to awesome. people to stop and see us. Well, I'll show you around the place, uh, show you what we do in here in uh, Shinston, West Virginia. Absolutely. So you, so you build, on, on average, 200 race cars per year yeah i mean yes. that's a lot of cars out there running the dirt tracks of west virginia and all over the country i imagine what what is it what is it that makes a rocket chassis race car what's what separates you from the competition my people we we have the best people in, in the country as far as i'm concerned as, as from from the guys who build the chassis to the guys who assemble the parts to the guys that build the bodies to the guys that sell the parts the guys that provide technical information uh you know we again we started out in 86 with one employee right now i think including mark and myself i think there's 19 wow uh, people employed here so you know it, it it's grown over the years it's it's 
still a lot of fun for us. So we, we still enjoy what we're doing. So, Steve, you know, I, I think about this, and I, I've never met you before, but I can just hear the, the knowledge and, and the, the passion you have for racing just comes through, obviously. And, and I got to think, like, how cool is it that you're, you know, you've had, spent a, a whole career, a whole lifetime working, creating race cars that go around and play in the dirt, like you said, on, on summer afternoons. So, I mean, talk a little bit about that. I mean, what what has that been like to be able to follow this passion, almost a calling, if you will? You were kind of well, destined for this industry, right? Well, well, it's like anybody in, in the sports world or anything like that. You know, it's what we dreamed of doing when we were little kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be involved here again since 1986 and never had to go get a real job uh, <laughs> uh, where, you know, and there, there was times when it was trying just like any other business, you know, in, in 1991, we were flat broke, mm. you know, but, uh, we, we were selling another uh, person's chassis uh, and, and we didn't have any cars sold. We, we didn't know what we were going to do at the time. And, and that's when we decided we would start rocket chassis. Uh, in the in the fall of '91, mm. uh, and and thankful that you know we were a- able to pay back everybody we owed money to and and uh, uh, keep this thing going. Uh, but it was real iffy at the time in, in 1991. Yeah, no doubt. Steve, bring us up to speed in 2020. What's the thing that you are most excited about for Rocket Chassis right now? Well. Hopefully we can get all the racetracks back opened up. You know, 2020 has been a trying year for everybody. Yeah. Fortunately for us in the racing industry, uh, we've been able to keep going. And, and we've had a very successful year this year with, with selling stuff and, and our sales are still good, even though we're probably only operating a little over 50% of the racetracks running, uh, you know, uh, fortunately for our industry, the, the pay-per-view thing took off a little bit. So mm-hmm. we had several of our bigger races this year without fans, but it was a pay-per-view TV thing and, and it still got to happen. So that as far as what we do here, building race cars, they have got to race again. It's probably all somewhere around 75% mm. uh, of the races have got to run. So, you know, it hasn't really hurt this industry that much uh the racetracks that have run and have been allowed to have spectators and most of them are operating at 50 percent capacity Mm. which most have more capacity than that anyway let's Mm -hmm. say a place will hold ten thousand. if they had a a a spectator turnout of five thousand, that's probably more than normal wow so you know so we've been able to operate pretty good uh, you know, at a reduced capacity. Yeah. Um, and the other thing about it is, is, you know, we're basically been the only sports all summer long where a person could go Yeah. Uh, and, and enjoy some live uh, activity. Yeah. Some uh, entertainment so, and, and some, yeah, and, and, watch, some, you know, watch again, a great sport. Even though, it yep. is, even though it is reduced capacity, you know, you know we're still, We've still been okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, Steve, talk so a little what bit. What I'm excited yeah, for yeah, yeah, to yeah. get them all open back <laughs> up, where everybody can go, and uh, that's that's what we're excited for now. Ab- yeah, absolutely. What talk a little bit about um, the geographic market that, that Rocket Chassis serves? In other words, where are your cars being sold uh, across the country right now? Well, we we I don't think we've sold any in Hawaii. I don't know of any in Alaska, but pretty much <laughs> everywhere else across the country, uh, we sell cars. Now we're 
our, our forte or our biggest areas right now are, of course, right around here. Uh, the, the Mississippi southern area has taken off well for us. The Midwest and Indiana, Illinois is big. Uh, we saw a lot of stuff in the Michigan area uh, just just all over. So, mm. you know, that that's our forte is mo- mainly uh, east of the Mississippi, but we still sell stuff uh, west of the Mississippi. The California area is not a big area, uh, but th- there are a few cars there. And, and again, Arizona, uh, again, they, mm. they go a little bit of everywhere, but mainly mm. it's, you know, e- east of the Mississippi. Yep. And then uh, we load up about three to four containers a year and send them to Australia, too. That's incredible. I love that. Uh- you know, Steve. You know, and again, I'm 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 kind of a, a quasi race fan. I you know, watch our NASCAR race or an Indy race here and here and there, but I'm not real familiar with the the dirt track racing. Well, but if you ever go to one of our races, you'll turn those off. Okay, I, 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 I'm definitely going to check that out. But what is, is it, with your car? Is it? You say it's a complete car. Does it include everything but the motor, or how does that work? Pretty much. Yeah. What? what it, Yes, we don't do any of the engine work here, but yeah. we will, uh, if a customer brings us their engine, we will put it in for them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, and finish and finish the car. But, yeah, yeah. we do basically uh, everything but the engine here. Well, typically, how fast do these cars run? Well, it depends on the racetrack. Sure. You know, we have some really short racetrack that's under a quarter mile. You know, most of those are probably 75, 80 miles an hour. But then we go to some places uh, – I was at one in Latrobe, Pennsylvania on Saturday that is a big five-eighths mile track, and they're probably 130, 140 miles an hour there. Wow, that's so, incredible. You know, it, it just depends on the racetrack. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I want to take you to the place of your best business moment. You've been, you've been in business since 1986. Can you take us to that place and kind of tell us that story of your that one moment where you were like, wow, that was incredible? Well, I, there's a lot of them. Uh, there, there's a lot of them like that, but you know we've been. Uh, there's a couple big series in the country: the World of Outlaws Late Models and the Lucas Oil Series Late Model Series. Yeah. Uh, I think three years in a row now we have won the Chassis Manufacturer of the Year in wow. both of those series. So no kidding. That, that, that's a big deal to us, you know, because it uh, uh, lets everybody know that you know it's just not a one one-off thing you know just a fluke thing that had happened mm. you know i guess it'd be comparable you know somebody winning the super bowl you know three or four times or something yeah. like that so, yeah absolutely. yeah that, that's that's been big for us but the, the the other part of it uh what i'm what i like is that uh when we've been able to uh have 19 people come to work and make a career of this rather than just uh, uh you know, people passing through. Yeah, you know, well, I've got a lot of guys that have been with us for a long time. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. You've uh, you've created a, a, an industry there in Harrison County. That's for sure. That, that I think that's pretty neat. So, on the flip side, uh, take us to that place of your worst experience as a, as an entrepreneur, a business owner since 1986. Uh, share that story with us. Uh, I think it was probably just this March when I had to tell these people that uh, you know we had to shut down. You know, that's, that was tough. Uh, but uh, fortunately, they all came back. Uh, but again, that's a that's the only time I've ever laid anybody off in, in the whole time we've been here. Yeah. How long How yeah, long were you guys uh, shut down? We were down for five weeks. Yeah. We were down for five weeks. Mm. And, and uh, that, uh, you know, that, that 
hurt in a lot of ways, but unfortunately you know, for all the stimulus packages that were out there, mm-hmm. they they all survived and did and did pretty good actually. Yeah, uh, but th- th- they were all anxious to get back to work too. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. You know, with with regard to the shutdown and the laying off and rehiring and and so forth, what's your one takeaway from that experience? Uh, people make the business. That, that's that's the bottom Huge. line. You know, yep. we we can we can all you know make things or do things, and uh, but you know, without uh, these good people working for you, you're nothing. Mm. That's huge, man. Thanks for sharing that. Steve, I want to take a second just to mention the sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they include Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The support we receive from these West Virginia companies allowed us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today is Steve Baker. Steve is the co-owner of Rocket Chassis. They're based in Shinston, West Virginia, right there in Harrison County. Steve, I want to get right back to it. What's the vision that you have for Rocket Chassis long term? Well, you know, as you know, I was born in 1957, so I'm, I'm getting <laughs> up there now. But the long-term thing is, is we want to keep this thing going. It, mm. It's been here for a long time. Uh, we want to make sure that these these race cars keep going. Um, as far as any growth or anything, we're we're as big as we want to be right now. We're, mm. we're comfortable where we're at, building that 200 cars a year. Mm. One year we did build 309. Wow. Uh, back uh i can't even remember when it was and and it just about killed us it was too much for the for for the for the facility and the people we had and all that and it it was too much so we're comfortable right where we're at yeah that's great and we would just like to maintain that well for those of us yeah steve for those of us who aren't uh you know savvy race fans uh, what are are there any famous folks who have driven a rocket chassis car and may have maybe maybe made uh, made a name for themselves coming up through the ranks that yeah. used your products? Oh, excuse me, but uh, probably you know the the most famous one of our guys that that uh, has raced our stuff and actually drove our own cars is Tony Stewart. Wow. Uh, Tony drove our cars for like three years, really, uh, on and off and on basis. Uh, Became real good friends with Tony. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, uh, Clint Boyer is one of our customers right now. Uh, he, Mark's son, Josh, drives Clint Boyer's dirt cars. Wow. Um, th- those are probably the two biggest you know, recognizable names that, in the racing industry that uh, people know. Those are huge. You know, we've got, yeah, we've got customers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've got customers. Uh, the vice president of Avaline. Is, is a customer of ours, uh, you know, and we deal with a you know a lot of uh, pe- uh, people across the country that uh, we think are famous. You know, most people wouldn't know who they are. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've dropped some big names right there, and I and I appreciate that. I think mm-hmm. it gives a little little insight as to the the level of, of product uh, and 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 quality that that Rocket Chassis is known for mm-hmm. what you know speaking of that how do you how do you attract new customers obviously you know a, a customer's not buying a, a new car every single year i would imagine uh, so to attain that 200 level how do you attract new people into the fold uh, well the biggest thing is uh, we have a race car that we actually race um, so that that's our biggest avenue for advertising. Uh, 
uh, is being out and doing it. Uh, we're, we're at the racetrack every week uh, with somebody somewhere across the country. You know, we try to do a lot of local stuff, mm. uh, but but people know that as we're out there doing it, and performance is the key here. You, you've got to perform, and uh, as long as our car is out there performing, uh, people follow what we're doing and, and hopefully buy our product. Yeah. Steve, I, I, I say this quite a bit, but, you know, anybody can start a company. You know, somebody can start a company and get on the Internet and in half an hour have a company started, right? Get a website up, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to build a company, to sustain a company since 1986, you know, that's phenomenal. I mean, honestly, it's, it's incredible. So I got to ask you, what's one of the biggest challenges you face right now? Oh, that's. Uh, again, I think it goes back to people. Yeah. You know, yes. You're finding good people to work and and being able to hang on to them. You know, uh, in the, in the state, we just recently, or over the past few years, you know, we had the gas and oil industry, and that took a lot of people because they were paying. You know, they were making a lot of money mm. uh, in that industry. So that then that you know, you and you can't blame a guy or a girl for going and, and taking advantage of that opportunity. Right. Uh, but now it's coming back around to where, okay, those those jobs aren't as plentiful or, or non-existent now. So, you know, some of those people are coming back. So, again, uh, the, the biggest challenge is people. Yep. I think that's a, I think that's a good takeaway, and, and I think it uh, you know that's a, I'm seeing a theme here. You know, the, the, a lot of the success you attribute to your people, uh, you know, making sure that you have good quality people, retaining them, and providing for them is is uh, is kind of my takeaway from from those couple of questions. What's one piece of advice, Steve, that you would give to young business owners, maybe an entrepreneur listening to this right now? Maybe they're interested in racing; they want to get into uh, dirt track racing. What's one piece of advice would, you would give to somebody? in West Virginia who's thinking about starting a company? Starting a company, you better be passionate about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had people come in here and go to work for us. And I, I had one guy come in here and worked half a day. He worked <laughs> half a day. And and he was he was a good guy, a good, good employee and all. But after at lunchtime, he said, do you all work like this all the time? <laughs> it was just a normal day. He said, you're way too passionate about this. Well, and we are. It's it's what we love to do, mm-hmm. and and again, I think I'll go back to the sports analogy. You know, you look at anybody that's good in the sports world; uh, uh, they're they're passionate about it. And I think that's mm-hmm. what we have to be in anything you do. Mm-hmm. You've got to be passionate about what you're doing in, in any business. Be passionate about what you do. I love that. It's great advice. What's one thing you do every day, Steve, that you think contributes to your success? Oh boy, that's a good question. I'm a juggler. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I juggle uh, a lot of things here: uh, scheduling work, making sure they got parts to work with. Uh, uh, again, you, I think it, it, being at a company at this size uh, with that many people, you just have to be able to organize and and keep everybody uh, rowing the boat in the same direction. Mm. Great. I love the way you, you know, that's, that's so huge. I mean, otherwise you just spin in circles, right? Correct. What, what's one book or, or even a podcast uh, that you'd recommend for aspiring business owners? Oh, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a, uh, like I said, this is my first podcast ever of you <laughs> listening or, or being involved with. 
So I can't, I can't say too much about that. And, and I'm not a, a, a big reader of anything other than racing history stuff. So, yeah. uh, so I, I, I'm not a big businessman, I guess. I, I just, uh, uh, again, uh, more so a people person more than anything else. I, I guess, you know, again, we just try to keep everybody organized. So, you know, any book or, or anything that, that has to do with keeping people motivated is probably yeah, the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah. Know, keeping people motivated to do, you know, do what they're supposed to do. And I, and I appreciate that, Steve. I, you know, I think, uh, you know, there's, you know, what I, my, when I hear you say that, I think about, you know, you're, you're reading racing history. You understand your subject matter. You're a, 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 a master of your craft. You've been doing this successfully since 1986. That in itself is a massive statement. Then you think about the reputation that Rocket Chassis has and your organization and the level of people and professionals that, that drive your race cars and win with your race cars, right? I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. So I, I definitely appreciate your, your, you know, your input on that. Steve, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else that you would like our listeners to know about your story of, you know, uh, Steve Baker or Rocket Chassis or anything that we may have missed? Well, uh, again, it, 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 it's been a great partnership for Mark Richards and myself. Uh, you know, we've we've been doing this a long time together, and hopefully, we'll continue to do it for a long time down the road. Is again, I, I'm, we're both getting up there in the years, but hopefully, we've laid a good enough foundation for. For the, for our guys to keep it going and, and you know I you know I get the question all the time well you know when are you going to retire and and I don't ever foresee that happening because we just both love what we do so much mm. that uh, you know we, yeah we may not be here every day but we we'll, we won't be far away from it either yeah absolutely and you know I think um, there's two thoughts that I have just listening to you say that number one what a great ride it's been no pun intended, but also brings up a question, you know, you, you've been partners with Mark Richards and uh, for a long time. What's the key? I'm just going to ask you, what, what's the key to surviving <laughs> a long-term partnership like that with, uh, you know, with somebody and making sure that you guys, I mean, it, it's at times I'm sure it, it feels like you're married to the guy, you know? Well, but, yeah, I, you know, we, we've, over the years spent more time with each other than we did for a while. <laughs> right, so, right. You know, we were, we were together a lot, but, you know, he he had has his forte, what he does, and and I have what I do, uh, you know, and we delegate to the uh, to you know the other people, uh, but you know, he, uh, since 1986, I don't think we've ever had a real disagreement hmm. or, or a, a falling out, or let's say, you know, sure, there's been some things that maybe you know we didn't think the same way on. And you know we would talk it out or or you know work that out and and go one way or the other. And if, if it was right, that's great. If it was wrong, then well we'll we'll try better next time to do the right you know, to do it the right way. So yeah. you know just knowing that yeah we're going to make some mistakes along the way, but yeah. uh, you can't beat each other up for it. You know because you know, we're 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 far from perfect. No doubt. Well, I think uh, that that little insight uh, tells a lot about the success of your company and the reasons that you guys have been able to maintain this, uh, not only a, a partnership, but a friendship and, and a close working relationship and, and a, a very successful 
business. So thanks for, thanks for your thoughts on that as well, Steve. Uh-huh. Uh, in, cl- in closing, Steve, how can our listeners learn more about Rocket Chassis and maybe even get in touch with you? Well, you know, if you go to our website, is is probably the best place to start. Mm-hmm. www.rocketchassis.com. Uh, it has mine and Mark's history in there and uh, tells a little bit about the company and shows what we do. It has some current uh, stuff. Uh, we we try we try to track all of our customers to, uh, to their successes uh, to, when they win races and stuff. So that's one way. Feel free to stop in here and see us anytime. If I'm here, I'll be glad to show you around the place, uh, show you what we do. We're, we're pretty proud of what we have here uh, and what we built, and, and we like to show it off. Uh, uh, so please feel, feel free. Uh, I have an email, steve at rocketchassis.com. Uh, feel free to email me, call me uh, mm. here at the shop, uh, anything. Uh, we, again, we're, we've, we've built this thing, and we're proud of it, and we're happy to show it off. Absolutely. And Steve, we'll make sure we have links to that website and your email address right there in the show notes section of the podcast. And man, I tell you what, uh, Steve, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today to finally get a, a sneak peek in behind the curtain of Rocket Chassis and that that famous rocket that we see driving on the interstate there <laughs> around uh, the Shinston Saltwell uh, exit on I-79. And that's uh, really cool to give us some some insight into your company. I think what you're doing is amazing. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work, man. Oh, thank you. We're going we're to try it. Uh, as long as the, the wheels don't fall off, we're going to keep them going. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Steve Baker and Rocket Chassis in Shinston, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way equipped and inspired you with this business story. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And we appreciate, of course, your comments and encouragement and notes and uh, all those little things that you guys do to make this show uh, inspirational to everybody. And of course, we encourage you to share these stories on your social media channels as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.